Welcome to Oz. Welcome back, Sean, on the podcast today. Hey, how you doing, Oz? Not too shabby. It's a little um, snowy outside, but uh, it has stopped. It looks like for the time being. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This white too early, little, little early for this white crack, but it's October for God's sake. Okay. You no, know? yeah. And 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 Spokane and twenty twenty. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. I agree with that. Uh, for, for sure. So thank, uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me back on the show, Oz. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, but yeah, welcome back on the podcast. Yeah. Here. Um, talking about the, the 80s, 1980s here today. So um, you were a kid of the 80s. So um, I ask you, what were some of your favorite toys back in the day? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, the original Nintendo came out in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So there was that. Um, trying to remember, <laughs> trying to remember back thirty years is a is a challenge at times. Um, sure. Uh, the the Atari gaming series. Yeah. That was that was pretty legend. That was pretty legendary back in the eighties. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, it had it had some of the best games of all time on there. I mean, we're talking like Centipede, Millipede, Frogger. Frogger, Frogger, Frogger was my jam back in the eighties. That was that was like my go-to game. <laughs> there you go. Um, after after Centipede, th- those two were like my two big oh, ones for sure. Um, and then, of course, you can't knock Pac-Man. No, no, no. Pac-Man is variation. Legit OG, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that other than Pong, that defines OG for <laughs> Pong, video oh game. God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was like right about the time I was born in the late seventies, but uh, I digress. Right, <laughs> I, I hear you. Um, let's see some other cool stuff from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really play with them too much, but there's the Cabbage Patch dolls or the Cabbage Patch cards <laughs> or the. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Um, or the trash. What? I'm trying to remember, there was a Cabbage Patch version, but it was, it was like a, of all, it was like the Cabbage Patch uh, stuff, but it was mm. all like trashy versions of them. Oh, really? But they all, all they all dealt with trash. Garbage Hail Kids, that's what it was. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Never, never heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah, those, those, those were interesting to say the least. Yeah. That was like right around second grade-ish for me. Right. Um. G.I. Joe action figures. Oh yeah, that's right about the time G.I. Yeah, Joe was right. right about the time G.I. Joe was starting to get big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, uh, for me, I'll see what I have for my for my list. I was, I was born. I was only like very young in the eighties, but um, I right. had all things turtles. You know, TMT, everything like uh, cups, right. plates, underwear, bedding. Uh, Axe figures, wow, everything. I was all turtles, everything. So, I think we can. I think we can say you redefined the term fanboy. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) definitely the the truth there. Um, Also had a my buddy, which I actually still have. Yes, those. Which I still have to this day. Actually, you actually still have it. You actually still have that. I do. Um, Why you you mentioned mentioned my buddy and left off another one that was popular, the uh, Teddy Ruxpins. That's on my list as well. I had that on my list as well. Teddy Ruxpin's on my list. I, I had that when I was younger. 
Um, also had a light bright also, even though it was a 60, yes. even though it was 67 came out, but still, it's still out to this day, still, still going strong, but a light bright. Oh, absolutely. Still, yeah, light bright. That was a fun thing to do as a kid. Yes, it was. That's a sketch. I had that. Yep. Um, Game Boy, obviously, I had a Game Boy. Yes. Uh, what was your favorite Game Boy game? Uh, I like Super, I like Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. And lastly, oh, on the list, just my jam. Yep, I have Hot Wheels also. Um, yes. And after that, I have the Koosh Ball. You know. Oh was, yeah, I forgot. I awesome. totally forgot about those leagues. Yeah. <laughs> they uh yeah they, they were great they were great. Um, yeah, they were. <laughs> absolutely. Now, um, now now going into a little fashion here. Um, what were some of your favorite? 80s fashion um, looks, or maybe not so much as well. If you have any of those, not really. Not really. I mean, not, granted, although I was the type that did like the jean jackets. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> that, that was. A, I, I honestly would like to see jean jackets make a comeback. To be really? honest, really. Well, no. I mean, here, here, here's why I say that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, nowadays they look totally dorky as hell. Unless, but, you're, unless you're Canada, then it's fine. Then it's it, like, it's like it's already a thing. So, right, touche. <laughs> very well played, sir. Right. Uh, but no, the, the, those things were those things were just like super comfortable. Yeah. And I I just love I loved I loved the jean jacket for that reason. Yeah. Um, I really I don't know. I was kind of like the geeky nerd, kind of like the Waldo guy in the Van Halen <laughs> video for. Uh, for teacher back in the day. Yeah. Um, while, while we're talking 80s, might as well throw that reference in there. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Eddie. Um, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, the jean jacket thing, I'd like to see that make a comeback. Yeah. Um, one thing that I will be glad to never see come back would be the uh, 30 cans of Aquanet in the hair thing. Oh, yeah. The 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 hair to the roof of the ceiling of places is just. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it even. It, I mean, Grant, I was a I was a huge butt rock fan of the eighties. Sure. Rat, Poison, Warren, all those guys. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was just getting a little too out of hand, where the guys almost had bigger hair than the women. Right, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd agree. Now I googled, googled myself this morning some fashion stuff in the eighties. So what I found out I had that they had bright colors, power suits, very much sweaters, V necks, the big hair as you said, jumpsuits, right. shoulder pads, which I not not a fan of of those at all for the women's suits. Yeah, the shoulder pads, shoulder pads even went into the, like the early to mid nineties, even for that matter. It it did. Um, Ripped jeans, not a fan of those. Right. Uh, the fake jewelry they had, the you know the fake jewelry they had for the girls, and then the the mini skirts and the tight jeans are. I was a big fan of those. <laughs> Obviously, <Yeah. laughs> Cindy Crawford right. for one. Yeah. Tough side. Yeah, but uh, Cindy yeah, Crawford was like the icon of the eighties, though too. Oh, she was in the nineties too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Rip jeans, though, I'm not a fan of the jeans nowadays. I have the, the, whole, the holes in the jeans that you can buy them pre-made. It's like, ah, 
I don't get that at all. I'm not sure if I want holes in my fucking jeans. I'm like, I can do I mean, like, come on, if you want to pay for free. Yeah, that's right. Like scissors and right? scissors and like fuck up your jeans if you want them, but I don't, you know, you know, that's just me, I guess. Right? Yeah. No. My long. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Exactly. Um. All right. Now, this might might be more, more your speed here. Um. What are some of your favorite '80s TV shows? Okay, so this one I could I could literally go on forever. Sure. Uh, there there were a lot of there were a lot of good ones in a bunch of different varieties. Yeah. Um, I will admit that I was a huge game show nerd in the eighties. Still are. And still am. I will openly admit that to this day, and I will <laughs> die a game show nerd. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, um, two two of the shows in the eighties have actually actually three of them now. Um, ABC's brought back yeah. uh, just recently. Um, one of them being Pressure Lock. Yeah. I mean, come on, long live the long, long live the Whammy. That uh, is all I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? The uh, President, uh, the uh, American Express Whammy, or no, the George Washington Whammy? I cannot tell a lie. You lose. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> or, or no, actually, I. I it was it was one of the it was on the, the whammy on the dollar bill is what it was, yeah. but um, from the original. Sure. Um, let's see what else is there from the eighties. Um, the pyramid. Oh, that's great. Rest Dick in peace, Clark. Yeah. Rest in peace, Dick Clark. Yeah. Um, surpri- and surprisingly, Strahan has done a really good job oh, hosting it. He has. Yeah. I mean, he's done five seasons five of years? it. Wow. Yeah, I would never, I would never think a football player would work as a game show host ever again. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, no, there, there's a, there is a very failed attempt. Not many know this. Um, there was a very failed attempt at a daytime version of Wheel of Fortune mm. back in the late '80s, and the guy who hosted it was the place kicker for the San Diego Chargers. Who was that? Uh, some guy named Rolf Benerska oh. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you, you can Google it and sure. correct me later if need sure. be. Um, but yeah, I, I don't even think it lasted like, he didn't even last like four months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd imagine so. Yeah, it's hard to replace. But, but yeah, but yet Gappy has managed to go five years on Pyramid. That's great. Um, so that one, uh, let's see, Card Sharks, the whole higher, lower thing yeah. with, with, the, with the monster size playing yeah, cards. Huge, yeah. Right, um, yeah, and that one just came back with a comic with a, a very funny guy hosting it, okay. uh, Joel McHale, who I uh, got to see, got to see him at the comedy club, I and I think I, I, I think I actually even gave him a high five or a knuckles. Oh, there, oh, there yeah, and not many people know this. He's actually from Washington State. He's from T Dub. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Boo. Sorry, I'm, a, I'm not a UW fan. You know that. I'm I'll, I'll, I'll like winners, but you know, whatever. Right, to each their own. Yeah. Um, let's see. So those those are some of the good game shows of the '80s. Uh, cartoons, He-Man, hmm. um, Thundercats. You can't go wrong with that Duck one. Tales? Duck, well, Ducktales was more was '90s. It? Okay, I could have scored. Okay. 
Actually, let me. I'll, I'll look that one up while, we're, while I'm thinking about Garfield, it here, real quick. Or Garfield, but, uh, was that part of the 80s, 80s, 90s? Garfield? Gar- I, I think Garfield was 80s. Yeah. Um, let's see. DuckTales. Okay, you know what? You were actually right on this one. I did. I thought it was. I thought it was nineties. Yeah. Uh, started right about this time back in eighty-seven. Okay, so it's on the cusp of the nineties then. Okay. Yeah, eighty-seven. Last uh, last episode was November twenty-eighth of nineteen ninety. Okay, so yeah, right in the, in the in the there you go. Nice. So yeah, there's that one. Um, one of my favorites from the eighties though. Yeah, I was a huge fan of Voltron. A Voltron. Yeah, never seen that. Yeah. Oh, dude, you got to see that one. That the what it was is is a group of kids, but when they went to, they all had their own little like space vehicle type deal, and then they teamed up um, once at least once during the episode. They all chipped in to form parts of this like like superhero (laughs) hard pass robot type deal. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, hard pass. On um, it, no thanks. No, I mean, <laughs> knock it, knock it now. But yeah. I will, I will say at least watch one or two episodes. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, at, at, at least give it a try. Okay, okay. But that 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 was one of my favorites. Okay. Um, wise, sure. um, like TV show wise, mm-hmm. um, Alf Alf was a big one. Yeah. I mean. Just don't leave him alone with a cat. <laughs> yeah. So the, the funny, yeah. funny, funny thing about Alf, I, uh, I actually uh, when uh, when I was at Burger King or something uh, with with the kid meals back in the yeah. day, they had things with Alf jokes on them. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I actually, re- I actually remember one of them. Oh, yeah. How do you make a cat shake? How. Take it to a scary movie. Jesus. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh. Hey, but it was, it was a true thing for Alf. So, I, I mean, know. it was an Alf joke. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, let's see. There was that. Um, there was the tail end of Happy Days in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. The tail end of different strokes in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, come on, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> yeah. Rest, rest in peace, Gary, Col- uh, Gary Coleman. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else is there? Uh, Major Dad came out in the late eighties. Okay. Um. Really, really funny show. Oh, okay. Um. There's um, a military family. It's got uh, Gerald McCraney in it, actually. Yeah. Um, about this family that was led by a very military style dad. I bet. Yeah. I mean, a major. I, right. <laughs> it's, I mean, moving all over the place. And yeah. yeah, it was, it was a really good show. I mean, it's one I can relate to because my dad is retired military. Oh, actually. Okay. There you go. I mean, that's part of the reason why we watched that show. Ah. Um, there's one of the few that my dad, my dad is not a sitcom guy at okay. all. Yeah. And that was the one that he just loved. Right. So, um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else was a really good show wise in the 80s. I have a few myself here. 
Um, Fire the whole. So, yeah. I would I would consider Seinfeld a '90s show, but it's like started in the '80s, but so it might be in the list as well. But Seinfeld, which, which Seinfeld one? is a '90s show, but I think it started in the '80s though. Started in the '80s, but 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 mostly it's. 90s. Yeah, because I know that one. I was finishing right as I graduated high school, so I remember that. Yeah, but uh, I have uh, the Growing Pains. '89, July of '89. So right, right there at the end of the eighties. Yeah, so, but yeah, eighties. Um, Growing Pains, I have that on my list. I've seen that many times, over and over. Again. Kirk Cameron was a great. Kirk Cameron and Alan Thick, rest in peace, Alan. Alan Thick, yeah, um, great. great show. Yep, I also have different strokes, as you have. You said, uh, right. Alf, um, Alf, yes. Who's the boss? Yes, Alyssa Milano. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Days as well. Um, Cosby Show. Right. And Ooh, yeah. Theo, Theo being the total smart ass oh, on that show. I loved yeah, it. Theo, he tried to defy Bill on that, um, or William on the show. So that was fantastic. Um, and lastly, right. we have Charles in Charge. Classic 80s. Yes. One that I just realized I left off until now. Um, Full House. Yeah, I would consider that. That was house, late. But yeah, I, I think that was more right, right around the time of Seinfeld, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, it's it's more, um, it's more of a ninety show, but Full House is really, it's a really, really good show. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, sure. I just I just had two more come to me as yeah. well that were like cultural icon or like big like okay. definitive eighties shows. Mork and Mindy. Okay, never seen that. Yep. That was Robin Williams getting his start. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he, yeah, from the spinoff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, if from the planet Meepos, yeah. or no, no, that was no, no. Meepos was Perfect Strangers with Balky. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was Mork for Mork. Mork that's right. Mork. Yeah, that was great. Um. So yeah, and then. One of the other shows I liked that a lot of people don't know that actually started in 89, hmm. but it was more of a 90s show, was the original American Gladiators. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a good show. I watched that every Saturday. I watched that. Yes. I, I mean, one of the best shows of all time, seriously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You had, what, Storm so, and uh, Shadow and, you know, all those guys. Uh, you had Storm. Storm, Siren, Turbo, Gemini. There's like a list of like fifty or sixty over their eight year run. Yeah, and then we, we want but, to, we want to talk about the Hulk Hogan um, version, which wasn't great. I it wasn't that good. It didn't last very long. The Hogan um, version, no, the, yeah. The the Hulk and Lay, Layla Lee was all right for the show. I thought that was a great choice. Okay. Um, Hulk Hogan, good idea, but the only problem I had with, I had two major problems with Hogan on that yeah. show. One, him saying brother or sister after everything. <laughs> yeah. Bro. I mean, I'm sorry. This is this is 2008 when it was redone, not 1990s, but right. <laughs> um, and then the thing is, he couldn't look at you straight in the eye. You can totally tell he was reading from a teleprompter. For sure, he's the host. Yeah. Where Layla Lee was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. 
And then I'm here talking about getting redone again. What's that? Supposedly, I heard talks of that one getting redone again, but I hope not. We'll see. I hope not. It's it's well if it, it if it needs to be done properly this time, but yeah. that's going to be hard to do. It, it, yeah, just leave, just leave leave it alone. You know, it's fine. Where, where it is. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Now, um, who were your favorite actors and actresses of the eighties? Actors and actresses of the eighties. Um, well, I'm going to start with a couple from the Karate Kid movies. Okay. Ralph Mac- Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Um. What? How do you pronounce this guy's last? Pat Moriarty or? I tell you. <laughs> the the guy who played Mister Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Mister Miyagi defined the '80s as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Pat Morita. That's who it okay. was. Pat Morita. There you go. Uh, he was really good. Um, let's see who else? Scott Bayo, going back to your Charles and Charge references earlier. Yeah. Um, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Actress wise, yeah, quite a few actually. Yeah. Um, during the eighties, I mean, one of them, one of my favorite ones that I know you'd agree with on this got her start in the mid eighties. Yeah. But didn't yeah. re- didn't really blow up until the nineties. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adventures in Babysitting, Cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually in the Karate Kid movies, I, believe I it or thought, not. Thought so, yeah. Thought she was, yeah. Um, let's see who else. Yeah, I mean, so there's a, there's a few there. Um, Patrick Swayze was an eighties icon. For sure. I mean, case in point, Dirty Dancing, enough said. Enough said, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the kind of, I didn't, didn't notice this, that he's more 80s uh, than anything else, but he, a really good, he played on a, he played on Law and Order for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Orbach. Jerry Orbach, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, losing him was like losing a legend as far as I'm concerned. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um. So there's those uh, other funny ones. Betty White, hilarious. I mean, <laughs> how and the fact she's still going, and I think turning ninety nine this next year. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, Betty White, one of the greatest actresses of all time. Yep. Um. I'm gonna give this to her from the '80s because she, again, the show started in the '80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candace Cameron. Although it's now Candace Cameron Bure because yep. she married a, uh, yeah, that actually was a former Spokane chief, believe it or not. Oh, really? Okay. True, true story. Pavel Bure was a former chief. Didn't know that. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, Dave Coulier was actually got his start in the eighties. Yeah. Prior to, prior to Full House, he had a show on Nickelodeon called Out of Control. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, cut it out. Oh, Okay. Gag. That was yeah, right. <laughs> dumbest light of dumbest light of the 80s right there. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah. Oh, one of the yeah, one of the going back to the toy thing. Yeah. This is just kind of related me back to another toy thing. Mm-hmm. Simon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Simon says. 
No, Simon, where the flashing lights and you had to yeah, exactly. follow the pattern yeah, of them. That's what I meant. Yes, Simon says. Yeah, I see what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on the internet when I looked it up. Um, yeah. Here's my, my list of people that I liked in the '80s. Long list here. I got Tom Cruise, obviously. Uh, you can't go wrong with him. Robert De Niro. We got Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Costner. I see him more in '90s, but nonetheless, I'm I'm not going to take anything away on that one. So go ahead. Harrison Ford. Good one. Denzel. And okay. Tom Hanks, obviously. I mean, how'd you miss that one? Right. Uh, you did. Right. Uh, well, okay. kind of, kind of, yeah, just uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, you could throw on that list. Sure. For my, for my females. La Bamba. La Bamba. That. Yeah. My females out there, Meryl Streep. I'm not sure how you missed that one. Uh, Julia Roberts. Sally Field. Okay. I, I, I can agree on Julia Roberts. Sally Field. Um, Goldie Hawn. Yes. Obviously, Elizabeth Shue to, to end to end that. Uh, yeah, to end the on the actresses, and then um, all right. So now, nineteen eighty cult movies. I'm not. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what those could be. But what what are some, some of your favorites from the eighties? Um. Well, the Karate Kid series. Okay. That, I mean, that was like a big deal. Right. Um. Back in the eighties. Yeah. Um. What else? Believe it or not, Poltergeist was eighties. I've never seen it. Okay, um, yeah. watch it. It's 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 a, it's a pretty trippy. It was like one of the one of the horror series of the eighties. Yeah, I've, I've watched I've watched a lot of the horror movies. And I never get I never got scared at once. So hopefully we'll we'll see if I get scared if I watch it. Who knows? Yeah. I doubt it. Um, yeah. So there's those. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else was there movie wise in the eighties. Oh, Van Van Dam with the Bloodsport movie. Oh, okay, there you go. Which, yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so that, I mean, going back to your Tom Cruise comment, mm-hmm. how can we leave out Top Gun? Top Gun, yeah, yep. Um, with one of the best soundtracks, really, oh. of, of that that era. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, Danger Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh. Berlin doing the cover of uh, "Take My Breath Away," yeah, which I didn't know was a, which I didn't even know was a cover. Oh, okay. I actually had to look that one up. Yep. To find out that that was a cover, that was actually a remake. Exactly. Um, let's see what else. Cocktail was a great movie. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue, Duff said. Although that that's also that's also got your boy Tom Cruise in it as well. It does. So yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, that, that was one that I never thought would work, but totally did. Yeah. Uh, let's see what other good, what other really good movies were there? Any? Oh, Short Circuit. Oh, there you go. Johnny Five, come alive! <laughs> there, well, there, well, there you go. Um, let's see here. But yeah, those those are some that I would think would be. Oh, uh, the Lethal Weapon series, Mel Gibson dating Glover. All right. Here are my picks for the movies of the 80s. Something, some, some, some of them you might have missed, but that's okay. Um, the Shining, uh, Major League. Major League is hilarious. Breakfast Club. I totally missed that one. Yep. How could you miss that one? Uh, 
Exactly. <laughs> when Harry met Sally, filmed in Spokane, I think. No, no, Betty. Uh, see, I think that was a Seattle. I'm, I'm or, yeah, Betty. Yeah, yeah. I messed those ones up, but yeah. Um, the Goonies. I mean, yeah. come on. The Truffle Shuffle. Truffle, that's it. Truffle Shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Top Gun. Uh, Field the, right. the Dreams. I think that was, was that 80s? 89. I want to say that was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right on the cusp there. Uh, Wall, right. Wall Street. Okay. Back to the Future, the first one. Actually, the first two, because I think the third was 91. Okay. So. The first two are the best ones. Which, the yeah. one's not that great, but first two were great. And yeah. finally. Which, go, go ahead. Finally, no, you go ahead. Well, no, on your Back to the Future thing, I left off. Uh, a couple great actors or actresses. Um, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. And then uh, Leah Thompson, believe it or not. Yeah, Leah Thompson. Yeah, she's great. She was, I mean, she went well into the 90s. And she's still going to restaurant today. Still on yeah. today. So, And finally, Very much. the one you miss big time, you'll say, what the hell did I, did I miss this movie? E.T., Oh, son of a bitch. The iconic movie of the 80s. That is the movie of the 80s. Right? Yes. So, uh, yeah. The, the one thing that made Reese's Pieces so famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That Well, that, that the Texas Instruments speak and spell. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so we got those. That's why I left off in the 80s. Exactly. All right. Now we go here. So you and I have had uh, some chats recently about the lovely um, Elizabeth Shue. Um, what are your thoughts on her career and maybe some of your favorite things about her? Um, I think career wise, she's, I mean, for someone who's started mid eighties with adventures and babysitting and going up to, uh, some of the stuff that she's done these days, unfortunately, I've never caught any of her episodes from when she was on CSI, Oh yeah, but, uh, or, or the one that you were talking to me about recently called The Boys. I'll have to look that up one of these yeah. one of these days. Yeah, good. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue, for the most part, mm-hmm. I think picked good roles over the years. Yeah. Um, obviously, Adventures in Babysitting was perfect for her at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Top Gun one, or not Top Gun, excuse me, uh, Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going into Cocktail, yep. when I think Cocktail was kind of almost like a breakout one for her. Oh, I would say so, yes. But I'm going to say the bigger breakout flick for her, though, mm-hmm. and I know I just recently let you watch this for the first time ever, yeah. uh, Leaving Las Vegas, oh, I think. Brilliant, yeah. I mean, sure, I mean, that's a pretty mature content movie-wise, but... <laughs> I mean, Putting it lightly. But it's, it's, yeah, very mildly and politely. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just the way that that storyline worked out and played out. Yeah. I mean, the funny the funny thing is, I mean, so that was a movie from '95, and uh, reminded me of a song from the early '90s. Mm. From uh, you remember the band Soul Asylum? Sure. Uh, the song "Without a Trace." The first line of the song is "I fell in love with the hooker." Oh, okay. There you go. 
And that's the whole point of leaving Las Vegas is Nick Cage, another 80s icon. Yep. Um, case in point, Raising Arizona, although I did not care for that movie. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so, but that was great. Uh, the Saint, and then for her branching into TV shows, like I said, with CSI recently. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now, was it the Netflix series, or is that a Prime series? For what? Was it for the the boys on prime yeah okay it's on prime yep so i think i think career-wise elizabeth shoe has been one of the one of the more steady or consistent ones yeah over all the decades and still going i mean you don't see many of them to be honest Mm -hmm. Um, case in point i mean i can i can name a few of them um Elizabeth Shue would be one who's stood the test of time. Um, I will very much openly say Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I mean, in case of point in glory in the mid eighties, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff he did in the nineties. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I mean, he's done such a couple of the biggest timeless, most timeless movies you can ever imagine. Yeah. Um, but no, that one, um, music-wise, we can say Bon Jovi has stood the test of time. Yeah. Bon Jovi, Def Leppard. Um, let's see. One uh, one that made a comeback in 2002, Kylie Minogue. Mm. Uh, she was a teenager when she did her cover of Locomotion in the late 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that. Um I mean, there's a few that have stood the test of the time. I mean, the 80s is more kind of like the biggest one-hit wonder decade. Yeah, yeah. I will very much say that. I mean, some of the songs from the 80s, you, you, once I say I liked them, you're like, what the hell? You actually like that crap? <laughs> exactly. Um, um, the 80s, we'll move on to yeah. uh, music, and then we'll go into sports, and we'll end it with 80s events to end the, the show here. Sure. But um, for music, it's more your, your jam, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but exactly. Uh, so, what are some of your favorite '80s uh, songs? There. Um, well, I got to start with one of one of the timeless classics that I think still fits very much to this day, um, and actually is one of two that actually mentions these two characters. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. Liv- living on a prayer. And that was my, my choice too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that was, that was the introduction of Tommy and Gina. Yeah. Uh, which we don't hear from again until 14 years later when uh, Bon Jovi uh, releases the comeback single, It's My Life. Oh, that's a great one too, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're very, mentioned very briefly in the second verse yeah. of It's My Life. Yeah. You have to really keep your ear open for okay. it. But, okay. um, that, that was one of my favorite songs of the 80s. Um, this one was one of my karaoke jams for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, Take Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, going to one of the biggest rock icons of the of the early 80s, I should say. Gotta throw a little bit of Journey in there. Uh, yeah. I'm here, and here's the thing. I'm not going to pick the song that everybody always uses as their go-to. Oh, yeah. And that song which, is great, but like it's just it over, got overused all the time, you know? Yeah. So, uh, my favorite one of theirs actually was Separate Ways. Okay, yeah, there you go. 
um, just to do something that wasn't. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was still big for them, obviously. No doubt. But yeah, so there's that. Um, one of the biggest bands that got mislabeled was a butt rock band in the '80s, mm-hmm. Tesla. Okay. I mean, because really, I mean, a lot of the '90s was the flannel and the jeans look, mm-hmm. right? Tesla actually started that back in the 80s because okay. that's how they dressed. Okay. Um, if you want, case in point, check out their videos for Modern Day Cowboy, um, Love Song, I think the video for Hang Tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three of those are all mid to late 80s. Okay. Um, one, and this is another one of the few bands that stood the test of time until. I think they just recently announced their retirement. Aerosmith was huge. Oh, yeah. Simmons 80s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, case in point, Dude Looks Like a Lady, Hmm. um, Ragdoll. One of the funniest, one of the most funniest, I think, heavily censored videos of all time. uh, Love It at Elevator. Oh, I bet that one's kind of racy, yeah. Oh, that, that was that was extremely racy. Well, by the sound of the song, <laughs> um, though, yeah, it's, it's like it might be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the video premise takes place in a department. Well, starts off in a department store. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, figured out. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the other ones. I'm a huge Belinda Carlisle fan. Okay. Um, Mad about you. Heaven's a place on earth. Uh, circles in the sand. I will openly admit I actually have her greatest hits. Oh, okay. Um, the Heart Sisters, Annie and Nancy Wilson. Yeah. Even though I mean, even though they're a band that started that not many people know it started in the mid seventies, actually. Oh, there you go. Um, but they had a with the whole arena rock thing. Yeah. Back in the eighties, I mean. These Dreams, Alone, Never, Who Will You Run To, all those, I mean, great jams. And here's the other thing, Mm -hmm. is a lot of the times with that one, you don't really notice this because she doesn't take the spotlight often. Um, Nancy Wilson, rated vocalist. Mm. Hello? I lost you. But, um, so, but yeah, so Heart was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, MC Hammer got a start in the 80s, although it didn't really break until 90 with yeah. Can't Touch This. Um, right. Young MC, Bust a Move. There you go. Um, oh. Red Hot Chili, the last one here. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kevin, uh, Stevie Wonder, Higher Ground. There you go. Um, from and also favorite favorite bands or artists. I have two from the eighties that I'm not really a huge music fan, but Billy Joel and Queen are my two favorites of the eighties. You know, on Billy Joel, I will I will openly admit I left that one off. Um, yeah, one, one of the one of the biggest songs that he had in the eighties, which mm-hmm. actually is so true. And Billy Joel does not strike me as a political artist at all. Um, we didn't start the fire. Fire, yeah, yeah. I I actually own his whole collection on CD. 
It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Storm Storm Funk was an underrated album. I mean that and that and the follow up single, uh, I go to extremes. Oh yeah, that yeah, all the songs are fantastic. I mean, oh yeah, he's very talented. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do do you have any bands besides the ones you you said earlier, or those other ones Um, like back then? Some of my others that were '80s bands. Uh, well, I don't know. I'd say the the '80s were more individual artists for me, what? like uh, like a, like a song of theirs here and then. Michael Jackson, enough said. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean he he was the '80s as far as I'm concerned. Oh, no doubt, no doubt about it. Um, and then a lot of people with this band too, Van Halen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, talking about the passing of Eddie Van Halen just within the last two, three weeks. Yeah, um, recently, yeah. And, it's, and this is coming from someone like myself who who does play guitar when I have some downtime. Um, sure. He, he may not be my biggest influence, mm-hmm. but the legacy he left on yeah. on people was just amazing. Um, another one, he was more 70s, although I think he had 80s stuff, um, was the, uh, was the, uh, Charlie Daniels, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a, I mean, that, that's a timeless one right there. I mean, and surprisingly, Nickelback did an amazing cover of it. Really? Nickelback? Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they so they made it a more hard rock metal version, okay. but, kept, but kept the same premise of it. Sure. Uh, it's instead of the fiddle parts, it's more like the shred, like slash-ish style riffs. Okay. More like the guy wailing out doing his lead to, lead solo type deal. Yeah. But I, I know Nickelback gets a lot of shit, but yeah. that is one. I have to say, is one of the best covers. Period. Right, uh, and I and I'm one of those that usually says leave songs alone. Yeah, uh, that that one Charlie Daniels, I'd say, would be proud. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, so there's that. I think. Where, where's, was there any other artists? Um, one of the kind of more country artists of the '80s, um, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Speaking. Yeah. I mean, the gambler through these years. A failed um, restaurant franchise. You said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, putting it out. No, there. no, I know, I know. Um, so, yeah, that. I'm trying to think who else was, who else kind of had a big deal in the 80s. Prince. Prince. Oh, my God. Yeah, Prince. Yeah. I mean, there's another there's another one that you can't have that decade without, right there. Right. Uh, this one, she got her start in the '80s and has was pretty active all the way up to like the early 2000s. Yeah. Who's yeah. that? Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Oh, not a fan. Yeah, gotcha. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm by no means a huge fan, but right, right. I mean, I can I can respect what she did for pop music at least. Well. 80s iconic would be Paula Abdul also. Yes. Might be up there. 
I would have to agree, especially um, the video for Opposites Attract. Oh. She's dancing with a cartoon character. <laughs> That's that that video was way ahead of its time. Sure was, yeah, absolutely. All right, now we'll move on to the sports, and then we'll go go to events to end the the thing here. But um, eighty sports, just give me a brief thoughts of what you thought of those teams, and we'll go from there. So, um, with, I'm, go ahead. Start start with the NBA. The eighties, early eighties, Boston Celtics with, with with Larry Bird and Mikhail and Danny Ainge and all those teams. Um, so eighties NBA, the Celtics obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty much felt the big rivalry. I believe was like Celtics Lakers. I want to say Lakers. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's I mean, correct. Yeah. You can't have eighties without. Although I didn't really get into Danny Ainge until the early to mid nineties when he was with Phoenix. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But Larry, you can't you can't have the eighties without Larry Bird. I completely agree with you there. Yeah, he, um, yeah. The big one for the eighties with the NBA for me was the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to those. I have a few a few teams to go down here. Okay, um, gotcha. But uh, the up and coming Bulls with Jordan. Thoughts on the Bulls of the eighties? I'll be honest with you, I didn't keep up with the Bulls of the eighties. Okay, yeah. So Jordan. He came in. He was a very instant, 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 instant success. Uh, hard to say that for sometimes. Right, say that a hundred times real quick. No thanks. Um, hard pass on that. But uh, yeah, so he was great individually. His team though didn't have a really good good team until they got Pippen in there, and then they took care of business in the early, late eighties, early nineties, and you know the rest is history. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, this team, you should know about this team. What's that? They said the Bulls went on to the the Jordan Pippen, Kukoc, and Kerr era Bulls was like one of the greatest dynasties of all time as far as I'm concerned. The best for me, hands down. Um, Now, also the 80s, we can't say with the 80s, the NBA also, the bad boy Pistons with, with Rodman and Joe Dumars. Bill yes. Ambeer. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah. You know, I I didn't really keep up with them too much, but it's like I can respect them. I mean, you had a lot of greats out of that era. Yep. Uh, that's also where Chuck Daly, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck Daly, one of the iconic managers of teams. Yeah. Uh, in the in the NBA and then even of the A's. He, I think he more backed out in the 90s. Yeah, but no, uh, Chuck Daly. I mean, and then a very unknown Dennis Rodman at the time. Yeah, that team was really dirty. They would clothesline you. They would tackle you. Oh yeah, and it, it, I heard, I remember hearing stuff about that though. If you want to watch like the best documentary you'll see of the Bulls in the eighties and all all this stuff, um, the Last Dance, ESPN did it. It's on, it's on Netflix. Uh, okay. Ten part documentary. It's not on Jordan though, but there's a lot of stuff about um, the Pistons and the Celtics and all that stuff. So it's really good. You definitely should watch that for sure. Um, I'll put that on my list of stuff to check out. There, there you go. All right, now the Showtime Lakers. Andrew Johnson, the, Kurt Rambis. Kurt yes. Martin, just worthy. I mean, it's a great. Yeah, I mean, team. Yeah. Do you, as far as I'm concerned, you don't get a more 
iconic or legacy style team yeah. of a decade. Yeah. And I'm going to openly say this in any sport. Right. Than the Lakers of the eighties. Yeah. I mean, just like you said, Kareem magic with the sky hook. Yeah. Um, Byron Scott, AC green, Vladi Divac, believe it or not, was part of that group. Biggest flopper in the NBA history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kurt Rambis. Mm, yeah. I mean, you just, you had, I don't think you have a team ever more balanced. Yeah. It's, it's a scary team. They gave the Bulls run for the Celtics run for the money back and forth, you know, so. Exactly. And then you got one of the greatest GMs who's managed a few other teams since then. Yeah. But, uh, Pat Riley, enough right. said. Slick back hair, yeah, primetime Riley, they called him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, now, now, now we go to the NFL now. Um, 85 Bears, who were probably the team of the 80s, I would say, or one of the teams of the 80s, but 85 Bears who uh, dominated on defense to win the Super Bowl. Um, I didn't. I was never a Bears fan, yeah. and I'm still not to this day. Good. But I can, res- I, can respe- I can respect their place in history. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't you don't get a you don't get much more solid defense and kind of the precursor to what Seattle had with the leg- the Legion of Boom for years. Right. Until right. just recently. Yeah. Um, I, if I were to put like greatest defensive teams of all time, mm-hmm. it would be a team like the '85 Bears. I mean, yeah. you have one of the nastiest defenses that would stick it to you so bad. Yeah, Singletary was was a bad man. Yeah, Richard Dent as well. Um, speaking of bad, bad defenses, um, the LT led New York Giants were with Phil Sims. Um, those are some good teams too, as well in the 80s as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, the 80s, I was more of a 49ers fan. I'm sorry, just because, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, just Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. I mean, you're talking legends right there too. That are both easily Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, they are in the Hall of Fame. So um, they're on my list as well. Since you're talking about that, yeah, Niners of the '80s was, was probably the best team in the NFL, like long term in the '80s team of the decade, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Now, last we'll go the M- the MLB, and I'll talk. I've talked about your Dodgers, Dodgers with Tommy Lasorda. Your thoughts on, on those teams? Um, okay, so the 80s, I was, I mean, I grew up with the Dodgers because I was living in Southern California at the oh, time. Okay, okay. And so I actually remember that 88 World Series very well. Oh, okay. um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite players that if I were to ever find a jersey with this guy's number on it, I would drop thousands for it. This would be one of the few players I would do it for. Okay. Uh, a guy by the name of Oral Hersizer. Oh, good guy. Great guy. Yeah. Um, he ended up being World Series MVP that year. Oh, really? And, nice. yeah, um, even though it was Kirk Gibson's infamous shot heard around the world injured as hell. Right. On the, the leg, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah Lasorda, I think, was one of the greatest managers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think to this very day he is one of the greatest. I, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, he's a humble dude, mm-hmm. made a name for himself. 
and stayed classy out of the whole thing too. Yeah, the, the, uh, the thing with Lasorda, as much as he he did for the baseball and you know for the, and all that, but one thing he'll be remembered most about for me anyway was uh, when in the All Star game in Seattle, uh, where the 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 bat hit him, almost hit him, and he fell down his ass on the third baseline. That yeah, I saw that. That, that. Yes, um, but yeah, no. I think the '88 Rams. I mean, or not Rams, Dodgers. Excuse me. Yeah. And the funny thing is, they were going up against the A's in that World Series. Okay. And the when the analysts originally were like making their predictions, I think I read this somewhere. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was saying the Dodgers were going to get swept. Wow. I mean, they they thought that they had no chance against the A's at all. Yeah. And. What happens? The the impossible happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, they're yeah, kind of like the Dodgers nowadays are starting to become a dynasty again. They're, with they're uh, trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not if they can just get a win of the World Series. Not if they can just win a World Series, that'd be nice. They're but, almost there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, two. It's two to one now. Yeah. So, but um. What was it? Even Oral Hershiger has made a comment on on this guy actually. Oh yeah, uh, about Clayton Kershaw. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, and uh, Hershiger even said Kershaw is probably the best thing that's happened to the Dodgers and one of the greatest, one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, well, he does really well, you know, before the playoffs, and then playoffs start, then it's kind of hard. So, well, hopefully, he can keep it up, but. He had a good game. This is true. He had a good game, actually, the World Series, so that's good for him. Yeah. All right. Now, we'll move on to these events. Now, I will say this. If you don't know what, what it is, that's okay. We'll skip it. I'm not, I'm not sure if you knew, if you're old enough or whatever, but we'll, we'll go through some events here to end the show here. Sure. All right. So, this one, this, this one you, you, you should know, remember a little bit, because you're born a little earlier than I was, but um, Mount St. Helens erupted, and that was a huge story. Okay, so I was one when that happened. Okay, I was even born, so. But I will say this because I actually had to do a project on okay. this for okay. uh, for a class. Yeah. Um, my aunt, who has been living up here for quite some yeah. time, um, did I actually use her as a story for it? And she remembered that it, the eruption, the ashes hit Spokane completely even blanketed this town. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. So, but yeah, no, that, that's all I remember right. of it. Just because I was one at the time, so. <laughs> I was even, I was even a glimmer at all, but. Uh... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, now let's see. Here we go. It's up your alley. Um, MTV is now launched in 1980. So MTV is born. Uh, yeah, I was born in '81, yeah. and it was a really good channel while it lasted, yeah. while it ran its course. Um, I think the the downfall mm -hmm. of MTV was starting the really? real world. I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, well, well no, no, no. The, I guess that's kind of when it jumped the shark. Re and okay. the re here's why I say it. Hear me out on this. I actually have a, I okay. actually have a valid reason on this one. Because that's when all the reality TV started, really. And that's when it, MTV slowly started veering away from videos. 
Um, but no, I, I mean, MTV had it had its high points and its low points. I mean, mm-hmm. the spring breaks, the MTV breaks uh, back about. in the day, those were good. Uh, singled yeah. out, even though that was a '90s show. Uh, remote control, All rest right. in peace, Ken Ober. Um, go on YouTube and watch an episode of it. It's so the, uh, it's a it was okay. like a pop culture game show. And uh, Ken Ken Ober hosted the show. Was the tagline was uh, filmed in his parents' house in, okay. his, in his mom's basement. Um, but yeah, and then he had a picture of of all his game show host icons behind gotcha. him, behind him on his podium. I mean, we're talking like Bob Barker, Bill Cullen, Bert yeah. Convey, um, some Bobby Eubanks, who the Pez <laughs> dispenser was. Uh, was uh, was a uh, yeah. modeled after. He had a life. True story. He had a life a life size oh. Pez dispenser, like a like an eight foot Pez dispenser, and the head on it was Bob oh, Eubanks' head. Uh, but um, so there's that, yeah. and then last one here, uh, the show of the week and rock. Kurt Loader. What's it called? Enough said. Uh, well, Kurt, Kurt Loader with MTV News. Um, each week they'd have a show called okay, The Week in Rock. Yeah. Um, and Kurt Loader was kind of an icon of the 80s just in that I, aspect. So I watch MTV once or twice a year um, just for one show. And that's the challenge uh, because it's the best, the best fucking show okay. ever made. Uh, it really is. Uh, and um, nowadays, I'll say one of the oh, better ones made nowadays. It's fantastic. All right. Um, next one we have here is John Lennon is shot and shot and killed. Um, do you remember that at all? Uh, I think that was like '83. I don't remember it that much. I mean, it was a very obviously right. a very tragic event because of the fact that I mean, that was the first yeah. of the Fab Four to go. Um, so, I mean, it's, yep. pr- it's pretty sad. I mean, when you're losing a legend, one of the oh, greatest man. bands of, that I will oh, very yeah, much I say. All yeah, number one. yeah. I mean, you, you don't, you don't, you don't have music and not have you the don't. Beatles. They, they have so many hits. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's fantastic. Now this yeah. one, all, you should know this one, but Pac-Man is released in 82 or 81. I'm not sure you're, it was 80. Yeah. 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 Hello. Go. Sorry about that. All right. No worries. Not sure what, what, what yeah. issue was uh, it. Yeah, no, it was my ear, but all of a sudden it dropped on my phone. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm, okay. No no worries. Before they drop oh. the call there, um, your thoughts on the Pac Man release in back in the 80s there? Pac Man, one of the timeless, one of the greatest video games of all time. Um, yeah. Which I think has got like zillion spinoffs of it nowadays. Um, yeah. I don't know, was it Pac-Man, Super Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jr., Miss Pac-Man? <laughs> yeah. Rich fuckers. Right? I mean, that, that, 
that with the with the Mario franchise are probably the two most yeah. wealthy video game franchises of all time. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, going from that fun to not so fun. Um, remember anything about the Challenger explosion? I when it happened and it took over the news. Yeah. Um, yes, that was a very very sad time. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't even, I think it was that it blew up seven minutes into its mission. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's one of those that really made you appreciate life quite a bit. No, I mean, just no doubt because about you're, it. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's a documentary so, on Netflix about it. It just came out this year. Um, we don't okay. I've actually, I'm going to watch it. It's my list to watch. Um, but yeah. Gotcha. And also, this one, I just want to know it very well, but this is the Just Say No campaign for drugs. Do you remember that at all? Uh, yeah, Nancy Reagan started it. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest voices of the generation, to be, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, I was actually part of the Just Say No club in middle school. There, in, there you go. In uh, Lakeside, where I was living at the time in the early 90s, so... Hmm. Yeah, it was it was fun stuff, but yeah, no, it was just, fun. Fun. I thought it was a really, really, it was a really good campaign, and I think I mean it was is the precursor to the Dare program, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I thought it was. I think I think that's where where it came from. Yeah, the Dare program. Yeah, or could have been the other way around, but yeah, I remember I remember both very vividly in the eighties. Yes. Um, do you remember the Chernobyl um, attack, nuclear blast back in '86, where 100 people died? I heard about it. I don't remember too much about that one, unfortunately. Yeah, same here. Um, although there's a HBO doc, there's an HBO show on Chernobyl. I'm not watch that here later on, but um, that should have it's more on that as well. Um, how about the Exxon Valdez oil, oil spill? Who can't? Who doesn't remember that one? Exactly. Um, I was in grade school. It was huge news there. Yeah, I mean that was fifth grade. I think that may even taken up a World Series game that year, Not, maybe. which was yeah. Um, or no, that was the San Francisco earthquake. Never mind. Oh yeah. Um, which you probably have that on your list here eventually, anyway. I, I uh, yep. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that the Valdez thing was pretty sad. Um, yeah. The oil and then just seeing all the animals with, I mean, I was, I, I'm not going to, but I was a very, you know, I was an extremely sensitive dude back in the 80s. Yeah. It just, it kind of, to see or dying because of the oil. Right. Uh, your phone is kind of breaking up a little bit, so hopefully this won't drop. But um, let's move on to something more um, happier here. Do you, sure. do you recall that Team USA hockey wins the gold over Russia and also Sweden, I think it was as well, to beat the, to win the gold? Do not remember that one at all because that was, in, that was 19, or I want to say that was 1980. Yeah, that was the, do you believe in miracles called by Al Michaels? It was, it was oh wow! Another one of the greatest, one of the greatest sportscasters of all time. One of the best. Yeah, gotcha. 
Um, I totally agree. Exactly. I think I said worst. Uh, I thought you said worst. No, I said one of the one of the oh, best, mm-hmm. one of the greatest. I, I, I was a little snarky there, so I do <laughs> do apologize. It's not no. my nature to do that. You're um, good. Anyways, it is. But uh, <laughs> all right now. Um, Touche. Yeah, exactly. Now this is eighty eighty two when, when I was born. Eighty two, the compact disc was invented. Your thoughts on this invention? It was really good. I didn't get my first CD or CD player until the mid nineties. Yeah. Same here. Um, funny thing is, my first CDs that I bought were or that I got were ones that I won from the old Xerox here in Spokane back yeah. in the day when they were still national. Right. Um, rest in peace that station because that was actually a very good station. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's it was it was a good invention. I mean, I still have some blanks in case some friends need me to. Uh, put stuff on CD form for them so they can put it on uh, however they want to do things. Right. But yeah. no, I mean, it was, it was a good stepping stone. Sure was. Now it's all like on demand, download a song to iTunes or download a song to like, Google. It's all, it's all like, it's all fancy now. So these aren't really a thing now. I don't think, well, they are, but they're not right. these days. Right. Um, here we go. The first mobile phone was released a la AKA the Zach Morris phone. <laughs> yes, and I knew you were going to make the Zach Morris reference on it. Yeah, um, yeah the, the big, the big old brick. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing to see how far that technology has come. Oh, Thirty-five years. Yeah. I mean, to where the fact that it's like nowadays we can do everything on our Pretty phone. Much. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so I'm not sure if you know, I'm not sure if you know, I don't know this much about it, but the Berlin wall tumbles down. Do you remember, remember that at all? Yes. And this actually, part of this made it into a music video from the Scorpions in the, okay. uh, in 1990. Um, it was a very big deal. I remember it very well. Actually, I saw it on the news just before I went to school that yeah. day. That the wall came down. That was a very big deal. I think that was even the discussion of like half the day mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was good to see people getting their shit together and uh, becoming unified mm-hmm. or having having that sense of unity. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I wish we can kind of get back to those times where we're more. Uh, United and stuff instead of all this disillusion um, crap that we've got. Really yeah. Getting started, I can, that that'd probably be a whole separate podcast in itself. Not for me, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? I, you, you get I my point. point though. I your point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, but yeah, no. If you uh, check out the the Scorpions video for Wind of Change, okay, okay. it's the one of the very last things. Because I mean that video, that song is about world peace and stuff, yeah. um, and just coming together. Awesome. And uh, became one of the Scorpions' biggest anthems. Okay. Well, actually, one of their one of their biggest hits. Period. Well, well there you go. Um, right. Um, but the end of the video. The end of the video has the collapse of the Berlin Wall. Alrighty, I have three more. Then we'll end up with one more question for you. So um, we have. Sure. The Rubik's Cube went viral in the 80s. Uh, your thoughts on Ru- 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 that cube? And also, also um, 
did you ever master the, the keyboard at all when at all at any time in your life it was one of those i loved to hate it yeah, yeah <laughs> me too i mean i loved i loved it because it was a challenge but i hated it because like damn i can't figure this bastard out <laughs> crazy <laughs> to answer your question to answer your question the original three by three Rubik's cube. No, I did not ever master it. Yeah, that was a son of a bitch to hand. <laughs> I mean, you're like, oh, I almost got right. it. No, I got no, no. It's like then you'd see like people on TV like, oh, boop, boop, boop. I'm done. Oh, okay. And they haven't done it in a second. I'm like, how in the fuck? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you, as 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 a, uh, I believe uh, Kyle would say when Kenny died in an episode of South Park. Mm. You bastard. <laughs> that's funny that's funny all right now bring it to local here the city of seattle changes its slogan to the emerald city in the 80 and 85 your thoughts on that change there can't say i know enough to i mean at the time it was still a beautiful city i mean yeah. even up to just just recently it was a beautiful city mm-hmm. until all this recent shenanigans happen so to speak right um i mean it's, i'm not sure if i will i mean when i was over there on a road trip just recently mm-hmm. um the day before i came home I've, of course i got i figured okay i gotta go visit pike's place a little yeah, bit you know sure. and so i did that and it's not what it used to be mm. i'm honest with it it's i mean grand part of it could just be the covid times that we're in right now but even even then it's just a lot of it it's just i don't know what's that okay interesting i mean it's that's a i'd have to i'd say probably in a year or two i can see or whenever all this shenanigans gets lifted um that it may be may go back to looking decent again. Oh, for sure, I can I can I can I can see I can see it at the time. It was a beautiful city, and where mm-hmm. I could even <sighs> see the justifications for yeah. the oh, you're good. Yeah. Um, the justification for being called the Emerald City. So exactly. And lastly, once again about ET that you failed to recognize the '80s movies and and all that, but uh, beyond that. Um, E.T. is the biggest box office hit of the 80s. Your thoughts? I will totally agree with that one. There's, there's no, I can't even, I can't even put question, I can't even go question on this one. I mean, there were some, don't get me wrong, there were some really big movies and even series of movies in that, in that time frame. I mean, obviously you got, uh, the Friday the 13th series. You got the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah. You got the Karate Kids series. Back to the Future. Um, yeah. The Back to the Future movies. The Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah. Um, that that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, and what a lot of people don't know is that's actually that movie was where Drew Barrymore got her start. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people know that, I think. But um, yeah, absolutely. In, cl- in closing here, again, thanks for your time here as well. Um, Absolutely, my pleasure. Yes. In closing, um, what will you remember most of the 80s? Um, 
the 80s, a lot of it was just like, I kind of consider it the feel-good decade. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the shows were really good and really made you feel good or gave, gave you a good chuckle. Um, and it was still classy at that mm-hmm. point. Um, the music of the 80s is something I won't ever yeah. forget. Yeah. Some of it, some of it cheesy as hell. Some of it timeless to anthems. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, one thing I'd like to forget would be some of the nasty fashion trends of the oh, 80s. God. Um, yeah. Case in, case in point, the 30 cans of Aquanet in there. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, enough said. I mean, I've, I'm rescoring myself just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so. the nearest travels back then, they they were big and no one, they loved it back then, but now looking back, though, it was like, not a great look, you know? But uh, for right. me, though, 80s for me it will always be about the Celtics, Lakers, robbery. That was huge back in the 80s. Um, the, the emergence of uh, Michael Jordan, um, and lastly, the 80s in one word, two words, Michael Jackson was the thing. He was the it of the 80s. He, he, he was personified, you know. So that's what I think of the 80s. It's, it's Michael Jackson, Jordans, and the Celtics and Lakers. That's, that's what I think about the 80s. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't agree with you putting it up. I mean, if you're summing up in like four, yeah. like, events or yeah the only the only one i would add to yours would be prince i'm not a fan so i'm not really a fan of prince but uh i respect him but you can at least, at least as i say you'd at least have to respect him. you may not be a fan but you can at least respect what he did for the music scene in general for sure i mean one thing i did like about him was the one about 1999 so that that was a good one i like that song i i really yeah, that was really the whole purple rain. The whole purple rain thing is. Yeah, when he did a Super Bowl a few years ago before he died, uh, he, I wasn't impressed. I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he should be doing this anymore. Uh, I was like, right. this, love this guy. I don't, I don't get it. But you know, that's just me, I guess. But my opinion and my opinion right. only, you know. But um, anyway, right. well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hopefully, we'll talk to you sometime down the road. Hope you. Hopefully it won't be two years down the road or three years down the road like it was this last time. <laughs> hey, you know, life happens, yeah. but it's always a, it's always a pleasure, especially when it's stuff like this. To, um, that I mean, that you and I can go literally hours for on end if we really wanted to. <laughs> right, but right, exactly. The, the nostalgia behind the '80s is one of the yeah. greatest. Is one of the best. It's better, but for me, but '80s is really good too. So, um, I. I agree. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on and have, have a good day. My pleasure. You too, Oz. Thanks for your time, right, bud.